Welcome to another episode of the It Ain't Wrong To Be Strong podcast series brought to you by Ramfit Athleisure. My name is Rob James. I'm the host of the series. I'm also the CTO and founder of Ramfit Athleisure. Menswear for mission-driven masculine men. We're a constant reminder of how far you've come and that giving up, giving in and taking a backward step is never an option. Now that should be your mindset when you're out there chasing after your own hopes, dreams, goals and ambitions. It's on you to make shit happen and it's on you to get shit done. Nobody cares because they're all too busy being the hero in their own story and it's time for you to do the same. So silence your inner critic, think big, take massive action and go out there and start living your best life because you're running out of tomorrows. Today I want to talk about a book written by a gentleman by the name of Napoleon Hill. And if you haven't heard of him, um, that's all good. You're about to. The book is called Think and Grow Rich. Now, I'll walk through the four steps to the habit of persistence by Napoleon Hill shortly, which is the title of this podcast episode. But before we do that, I want to go into the book in a little bit more detail and talk about it for you. So hopefully it inspires you to go out there and buy it yourself. Now, the first thing is it's always good to have a book like this in physical form. Don't buy it on the internet because that's your second option. You always want to have a book like this in its physical form that you can hold, that you can always flick open. You can refer back to page 10 or chapter 2 or whatever it is. You always want to have a physical book in your possession. Know where it is at all times, especially a book like this. It's very important. Uh, You know, I often go to bookstores throughout Brisbane and there's always one within 20 meters drive of wherever you live. I'm sure it's like that where you are. So you'll find the book. It doesn't matter where it is. I've gone to all kinds of bookstores in my travels, and there's three, four, five, six, seven copies of it in different forms, in different covers, and it looks a little bit different, but the quality of the content is the same. It's brilliant, and I highly recommend you go out there and do it, and if you don't, then you're doing yourself a disservice, and you're not going to help yourself at all on your own path, and um, anyway, it's a great book. There's so much in it, and you know, it's... It goes over a lot of things. I really don't know where to start with it, but I read the book for the first time, I think, in about 2013 or something like that. So it's over 10 years ago, and it opened my eyes. The very first time I read it, I was like, holy fuck, this is brilliant. This is the book I've been waiting for, and this is why I never read books, because they all bored the shit out of me. So if you're like me, you're going to love this book, and you open it up, and you start reading it, and it's fucking brilliant. So I highly recommend you go out there and get it, read it. You don't have to read it all in one go. I highly recommend that you do it uh, by 10 pages at a time or a chapter at a time, whatever it is. But, you know, reading a page here or half a page there or a paragraph here, it's not really going to help you. You need to be doing it consistently and, you know, good chunks of it at, um, at a time. And that's just my own advice. You may learn differently, but I found by learning, uh, by reading, sorry, uh, big chunks of it and regularly, um, over time, then you know you are uh, putting a plan into place, and it's expressed in continuous action, which is step two of the habits of persistence. By the way, but that's what it's all about. You you have a plan. You go out there and you get the book, and then you sit down and you start reading it ten pages at a time every night until you read the book. That's your plan, and each step of the way, you can see things appearing in your mind, and things start. You know, little boxes start ticking and lights start flicking on and it's like holy shit I, I, I can't believe this this is brilliant that's my experience that's the experience of everybody who reads it so if you haven't read think and grow rich i highly recommend you go out there and get it in book form in its physical form first secondly 
go out there and get it on Amazon or, or anywhere like that. Because having it in physical form, you can, you can literally read it anytime you want. So if the internet goes down, you've still got the book. And that's what I'm talking about. So today I want to talk about the four steps of the habit of persistence by Napoleon Hill. And these are brilliant because it will help you on your path. It helps you with action. It helps with a plan. It helps with purpose. It helps with uh, closing your mind off to negative influences. And it helps you to understand the importance of making alliances and connecting with like-minded people. So anyway, the first step is a definite purpose backed by a burning desire for its fulfillment. So a burning desire came about, I can't remember who it was, the general, but basically, or an admiral, whatever it is that you are in the Navy, he took his soldiers along to an island or a beach and he landed and it, it was he was facing an army. And it might have even been Napoleon, I can't remember. But his troops were kind of, you know, the morale was low and all that sort of stuff, but to stop his troops from retreating and and to you know basically give them a burning desire to succeed in battle he set fire to the ships and that way his troops couldn't retreat and they only had one option well depends how you look at it, two options win or die and with that knowledge they fought with definite purpose they had a burning desire to achieve and a positive outcome. They wanted to stay alive. So they fought with a burning desire to win, achieve, and succeed. And guess what? They did it. So if I can, I will find out who it was, if I can remember, or I can do anything. But if I can remember, uh, I will find the link, and I'll drop it in the Aries Leadership Experience Group on Facebook for you to have a look at. And it's very interesting where all of these sort of terms come from. A burning desire to achieve comes from burning your avenues of retreat or burning your ships so that you cannot retreat. And that is what it it's meant by a burning desire for its fulfillment. So the first step, a definite purpose. What's your purpose? Why are you here? What's your mission? What are you trying to achieve? So this all comes under the, the banner of your purpose. Why are you here? You know, um, it's everybody's purpose is different. So yours isn't wrong. And I always say this, as long as it's of benefit to other people, as long as you're helping other people, that is a good thing and it's a great purpose and a great meaning to your life. It'll make you happy. You'll stop being depressed. You'll be out there bringing joy to the lives of other people and it will make you feel a lot better. I know this because I've done it myself. So a definite purpose backed by a burning desire for its fulfillment. You are so desperate to bring to bring it to life that you will do almost anything, including burning all avenues of retreat, burning your ships. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's incredible, this mindset. That's the mindset that you have to get into to bring things to, you know, to, to make them appear in the physical form is a burning desire to see it happen. It's funny, you know, and, and I don't mean to be gross, but you go to a local shopping center and it doesn't matter where you are in the world, I'm sure it's the same way where you are, but you go to the men's toilets and you you go into the cubicle and there's a, there's a, there's a mess in there. And it's like, you know, 90% of the time, it might just be Australians, I'm not sure, but I go to toilets in Brisbane and it's like people who were in there before me made a huge mess. They don't even have a burning desire to flush the toilet or clean up after themselves. It's true, and it's especially true on construction sites. Not all construction sites, but, you know, it, it happens, and it's like that's the worst place to go to the toilet. Anyway, 
it might be the same in your workplace. You know, people make coffee and they spill sugar and, and coffee stains and milk everywhere and they'll just walk away because cleaning the bench is not their responsibility. It's the cleaners. That person is there for a graphic designer or um, they're the worker, they're the tradie, whatever it is. Their job isn't to clean the kitchen. Why the fuck would they do that? They don't have the burning desire to clean up after themselves. And it's not about leaving a job for anybody else. Sure, it is the cleaner's job to do it, but surely you can go above and beyond and clean up somebody else's mess or, or leave the, the kitchen area clean for somebody else. This is what I'm talking about when I say a burning desire. You know, it's, it's the courage, drive and determination to make shit happen and get shit done and leave the world a better place than, than when you appeared and, and the way you found it, you know. That's what, it, that's what it basically means. So the first step, a definite purpose backed by a burning desire for its fulfillment. Number two on the list of four steps to the habit of persistence by Napoleon Hill is a definite plan expressed in continuous action. Now, a definite plan means exactly that. You have to be specific. You can't say, I want a two-story house. Well, uh, where do you want it? Where do you want is it, is it brick? Is it weatherboard? Does it have a roof? Um, can you tow it? I don't know. Is it, you've got to be specific. You've got to say where the house is. You have to be, you have to see it in your mind and you have to talk it into existence. You have to make it happen. So a definite plan involves making a definite plan. And it's pretty much like these four steps to the habit of persistence. They are four definite steps. You achieve all of the four steps you will develop persistence. And it's like that with anything. It doesn't matter if you've got seven steps to where you want to be. Each time you achieve a step on that path, you're basically, you have a definite plan and it's expressed in continuous action. You achieve one of the steps, you achieve one of the goals in the plan and you move on to the next one. You're continuously moving forward and achieving and believe it or not, that's when you start building confidence and self-esteem. It's accomplishment. So each step of the way, not only are you putting your plan into practice, you're making shit happen. You're taking a step. You're walking your walk and not just talking your talk. All of a sudden, you start accomplishing little things along the way. And it's, you start winning and you start developing this winning mindset. And you start becoming stronger. And all of a sudden, you're bullyproof. You, you're... Your confidence and self-esteem is unbelievable. But remember, you've got to keep that in check because it can get out of control. But anyway, that's another podcast episode for another day. But the point I'm making is each step of the way you are building confidence and self-esteem, you're getting stronger through accomplishment. And the best part of it is whatever it is that you want to manifest, whatever it is that you want to achieve, whatever it is that you desire is happening because you have a definite plan expressed in continuous action. Very important. So number three, and this is probably my favorite uh, because I'll read it out first and I'll talk about it. Number three on the four steps to the habit of persistence by Napoleon Hill is a closed, sorry, a mind closed tightly against all negative and discouraging influences, including Negative suggestions of relatives, friends, and acquaintances. Now, let me tell you this much. From experience, the most negative, cynical, uh, you know, envious people that you will ever encounter on your path towards 
living your best life, greatness, your best self, whatever it is you want to achieve. The greatest obstacles are the people that you surround yourself with. Because just when you think you know people, all of a sudden, these people start becoming envious. And they are the worst kinds of people to surround yourself with because they take little bites through cynicism, through mocking you and sarcasm. You know, mocking is basically sarcasm with no intention of helping you achieve whatever it is you want to achieve. So you've got to have your little radar on and see, okay, I'm starting to make these steps towards living my best life, to bringing something into its physical form. I'm building something. I'm creating something. And you've got to look out and say, okay, who who are the kinds of people around me that are cynical and they're envious? They're showing envy and they're hanging shit on whatever it is I'm trying to achieve. I've had it myself. So the worst kinds of people who will Well, it's not the worst kinds of people. The kinds of people who are the worst at it or the best at it, the best examples of people who will tear you down are your friends, in inverted commas, or people masquerading as friends, relatives and acquaintances. Now, the reason is this. They they don't sort of consciously do it. Maybe they do, but a lot of people don't. They're doing it subconsciously. They don't know they're doing it because what you're doing them, what you're doing reminds them of how... They have given up on achieving their own hopes, dreams, goals, and ambitions. So it makes them feel better to start talking you out of achieving yours. And they are the worst kinds of people to surround yourself with. They drag you down. They're a heavy weight to carry. They talk shit. Um, They tell you it can't be done. You don't have the right. You're not educated enough. You're not smart enough. You're not tall enough. You don't have enough hair. All of these kinds of things. You'll hear all kinds of shitty excuses as to why you can't achieve something and you've got to ignore these kinds of people. They'll come, or the worst kinds of uh, uh, comments that are designed to tear you down will come from your people, the people that you surround yourself with, your friends, family and acquaintances. I don't know why, um, well, I do know why, but, you know, real friends help you. They encourage you. They lift you up. They inspire you. They tell you to do better. You can do better. You've got more in the tank. Instead of telling you you can't do it, it'll never be done, it's... It's a bad idea. You know, people won't like you. You'll ruffle feathers. You'll, in, you'll insult people. You'll, you know, all of these excuses as to why you can't live your best life, you will hear from people you surround yourself with. So pay particular attention to acquaintances, friends, or people masquerading as friends because they'll reveal themselves. And relatives. Relatives can be also the worst. These are the worst kinds of people. Okay, so you've got to keep your radar on, keep your eyes wide open. And when people reveal themselves, reveal their true character, you've got to believe them. Don't say to yourself, oh, it's it's just Uncle Jack. He's just like that. No, he's, he's not just like that. That's who he is. And he's telling you who he is. You're not listening. So limit the amount of time you spend with these people. Get rid of them. Do whatever you've got to do, but move on so that you can start living your best life because you're running out of tomorrows. You don't have enough time for this shit. And they will drag you backwards. They'll hold you down. They'll, they'll, convince you to throw your own hopes, dreams, goals, and ambitions out the window, and it's not much fun. So, as Napoleon, uh, Napoleon Hill says in the third step to the habit of persistence is, a mind closed tightly against all negative and discouraging influences, including negative suggestions of relatives, friends, and acquaintances. It's, it's my favorite thing. I, I talk about it all the time in different in, in different settings and in different uh, captions and stuff like that, whatever I'm doing on social media. But it really is. Your friends, family, and acquaintances, you, you've got to keep an eye on them. 
your enemies. You already know that they're your enemies, right? You already know that they're trying to hang shit on you. You already know that they're out there trying. You know who they are. You've made enemies. Okay, there they are. That's another story for, for another podcast episode. But you are aware of them. Your friends, family and acquaintances and your relatives, you expect more from them. So at first it takes you by surprise. But, you know, they're revealing their true character to you and you've got to pay attention. So the last thing I want to talk about, the fourth step to the habit of persistence by Napoleon Hill, a friendly alliance with one or more persons who will encourage one to follow through with both plan and purpose. A friendly alliance. So you've got to make contacts. Okay. And nobody is more introverted than me. I can't stand talking to people. And it's basically because not everybody, but you know, I find it difficult to relate to people who aren't on the same page. You know, I do, and I talk to people everywhere, and I'm, I'm very open to making all kinds of connections. But, you know, I can always tell when we're on the same frequency, and if, and if it's not happening, and if it's not there, and it's not vibing, and it's just not working, then I already know. And, you know, it's, it's not a bad thing, but I know that I can't build a friendly alliance with these people. They're not going to inspire me. They're not going to help me on my path. They're not going to... They're not going to affect me and influence me in a positive way. So, um, you know, you'll find these people on your path. You will cross paths with people who are on the same frequency. And I'll tell you how you do it. You become outspoken. You talk your talk. You put your opinions out there. Yes, it's opinionated and that's the way it comes across. But what you're actually doing is signaling to other people who are on the same frequency because those kinds of people will get it. They'll understand what you're talking about and they will reach out. It happens all the time to me, all the time, I, I every day. They will reach out to you and they want to know more about you. You become magnetic. And I speak about that quite often as well if, if you're in our, our, our Facebook community and, and also other podcast episodes. You know, it's about being magnetic. It's about drawing people to you. Well, this is one way that you can do it. You, you remain outspoken. You talk about things that are important to you. You stand against injustices. You make a difference. You be of service. You know, you put yourself out there. It's difficult because there's a lot of people out there who love hanging shit on other people who are giving it a crack. And if you're out there doing it and sticking your neck out, then what's the Japanese, uh, the Japanese saying? I think it's the proudest nail gets the most attention. Something like that. So you stick your neck out, you're going to get noticed and you get all kinds of attention. So you've got to develop a certain level of thick skin and you've got to develop it and and learn not to tolerate these kinds of people because they'll pop their heads up and, and they'll interact with you on social media. They'll hang shit on you, tell you that it's, you know, your brand shit, your clothing shit, it'll never work. Uh, they're everywhere. Um, but And that's just life. You've got to deal with that. But sticking your neck out does that. But the good part about it is you also attract like-minded people who want to help you and they want to get to know you and then you can start making contacts with these people so you keep these people close and while you're out there doing your thing on your path you can make contacts with other people you can meet this guy you can meet that guy that can help you and you can help each other it's not about take 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 you know you've got to help other people win achieve and succeed so that you can do the same if you're out there take 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 and you're trying to violate the rights of other people and you're trying to walk all over people on your way to the top then it, you, you'll you'll come undone sooner or later and the worst place to come undone is you're on your way down because a favorite saying of mine is be nice to people on your way up because you never know who you're going to meet on the way down and i've experienced that myself which is why i know and i always talk from 
from wisdom from life experience, right? So, you know, go out there and make good contacts, positive contacts with positive people who inspire you, who influence you positively and want to help you, who want to help you win, achieve and succeed and build your dreams. And they want to see you win because there is, there's, there's enough sun for everybody. And you'll, you'll find these people, but they're few and far between, but you won't find them sitting on your lounge watching TV. It's, you know, it's not what you do. So you've got to put yourself out there. You've got to make friendly alliances with one or more people, one or more persons who will encourage you to follow through with both plan and purpose. So it's very important. You can't do it alone. But like I always say, and I tell people this all the time, and it can come across the wrong way, so I want to explain a little bit more detail. You've got to make, you know, contacts, and you've got to pick the right contacts. You've got to pick the right people. You've got to read energy, because not everybody who smiles at you is your friend. And you've got to make better judgments. You've got to make the right judgments in people. And you've got to judge people on their strength of character, not their looks, not the car they drive, none of that shit. It's about strength of character because these people will help you on your path. But when you're out there making judgments on, on strength of character, you can, you can look like you're judging people on other things. But, you know, as I say to, to everybody, when you make better judgments, you make better decisions. And when you make better decisions, you have better outcomes. So it's important that you don't have less judgment. You have better judgment. And that's what you do when you're out there trying to make friendly alliances with people who want to help you and you want to help them. Um, you have to judge. Everybody judges. We all judge people. But the problem is a lot of people judge other people on the wrong things. Like I've said before, the car they drive, where they live, what kind of house they have. You know, they're, they're handsome or good looking or beautiful. Um, you know, their height, their, their nose, uh, their feet, clothes that they wear, whatever it is. We're all being judged and assessed. Women do it because they want a strong masculine leader, provider, protector. They don't want a wimp. They don't want a passive, compliant, obedient, weak, yes man. They want a strong, masculine leader, provider, protector. Somebody's going to protect them and make better decisions because they make better judgments. And that's what leadership is all about. So, you know, we all do it. So, as I say, instead of judging less, judge better and judge people on their strength of character. So go out there and you make contacts with people and understand that not everybody is going to be your friend and not going to help you just because they smile at you or just because they give you directions. You know, you've still got to be very wary of people. So it's not about seeing the world through rose-colored glasses and only seeing love and light and all this kind of bullshit. Yeah, sure, you've got to see the positives. It, you're always on the lookout for this. But you're also understanding that there is darkness in other people because you see the darkness in other people because you've overcome your own and you know what it's like. You know what it looks like in other people. And, and it's important that you don't see the world through rose-colored glasses because you'll get eaten. Very simple. You will perish and you don't want that. You want to live your best life. So, you know, expect the best from people and hope for the best. See the best. Sure. That's great. But also understand that there are dark people out there with very bad intentions and very evil intentions. And, you know, they'll masquerade as friends and, and they'll, you know, tell you the, all the things that you want to hear. But dig a little bit deeper and spend the time and understand that just give yourself a little bit of time, a little bit of distance, dig deeper, have a look what these people have been dedicating their time to over the last three, four, five, seven years. 
and see what they're really all about. And these are the kinds of people that you surround yourself with. Uh, These are the kinds of people that you want to make alliances with. And these are the kinds of people who will help you win, achieve, and succeed. And you will do the same for them. And it's like very loyal and it's it's brilliant. I've got connections with these kinds of people and it really is. It's, it's great. It's such a good feeling. So there you go, guys. The four steps to the habit of persistence by Napoleon Hill. And as you've probably guessed, I keep mentioning his name because when you read the book, it tells you that when you spread this knowledge, you also tell people where you got it from. And it's not about... Yeah, sure, it's a great marketing ploy. It's a great way to, you know, get people to market your product. But I think it's the right thing to do. You're telling other people where you got this information from so that they can go and get it for themselves. And as a result, the world becomes a better place. It's filled with more resilient, more motivated, energized, and inspired people who want to do good in the world. They want to help other people win, achieve, and succeed. And they're out there doing good things and they're they're you know, moving things forward and they're leveling up and they're growing from the inside out. These are the kinds of people that we want out there. So you will notice I have mentioned Napoleon Hill's name several times, probably, you know, you're bored of it by now, but there's a reason. When you read this book, make sure that you go out and you tell other people about it because that's how we can make the world a better place. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and uh, I enjoyed it because it's one of my favorite topics. I talk about Napoleon Hill's books all the time. Um, And there's a lot of people out there who haven't read it. There's a lot of people out there who haven't even heard of the name. Uh, And there's another quote which I'll leave you with, um, and it's written in the book there somewhere. It might even be another book of Napoleon Hill's because he's got several. But it says, "Most uh, most people don't think. And if you watch what they do, you'll understand that most people are not thinking. If they were thinking, they wouldn't be doing what they're doing or saying what they're saying. And, you know, Henry Ford's got similar quotes. A lot of people out there say, they can't say the same kinds of things. It's, it's about thinking, and it's about thinking and growing rich. And rich isn't about money. Rich is having more of what you want. And if it's more money, then that's great. If it's more houses, that's great. If it's more love, excellent. You're rich in love. You're rich in motorbikes. You're rich in podcast episodes. You're, you're rich in ram-fit apparel. That's what rich is. It's about having more of what you really want. It's about having more of what you love, more of what you desire, and it's okay to have more and better. So don't feel bad about it. It's, it is it is bad if you're walking all over people and you're trying to achieve and, and get more of what you want. That's bad. So uh, there we have it. It's about thinking and growing rich and think because most people don't do it. Thanks very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll, I'll check in with you with another episode of the It Ain't Wrong To Be Strong podcast series brought to you by Ramfit Athleisure very soon. Keep winning, guys, and I'll check in with you then.